0: Good morning, everybody. It's the Decrypt Daily from Decrypt Media. And like always, on Friday, we're doing our week in review. But first, as we want to make sure that these episodes stay around 15 minutes, let's get into those crypto prices for Friday, June 17th, 2022. And it is 8.15 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. And Bitcoin is sitting at $21,114, down half a percent in 24, 30% in 7. Ethereum's at $1,096, down 1.7%. Tether's number 3, USDC is number 4, and BNB is number 5 at 218 up 0.8%. Running off the top 10, we have BUSD, Cardano, XRP, Solana, and Dogecoin popping back into the top 10. The total market cap is at $903 billion, a BTC dominance of 44.3 and an F dominance of 14.7. And if we're talking about prices, Celsius is up 23% in 24 hours. It's at 63.6 cents on reasons unknown. Moving into our week interview on Monday... New York-based Celsius announced that it's freezing all withdrawals and transfers between accounts late Sunday night, meaning that the crypt announced this on Monday, but they announced on Sunday. And the firm claimed that it was taking this action to put Celsius in a better position to honor, over time, its withdrawal obligations. On the news, Celsius token, sell token, plunged 70% from about $0.50 cents to $0.18. Cents. It's back up to what we said earlier, 62 cents and those are on reasons. Withdrawals are still locked. They tweeted, we are taking this necessary action for the benefit of an entire community in order to stabilize liquidity and operations while we take steps to preserve and protect assets. Furthermore, customers will continue to accrue rewards during the pause in line with our commitment to our customers. Meaning, if you have stuff on Celsius, you're still going to collect your interest. <laughs> but they can't pay it and you can't redraw. So, interesting. Ryan Selkis, CEO of Marsari, tweeted, crypto lenders exchanges and custodians should have proof of reserves and public disclosure requirements on their lending books immediately full stop stop fucking around and cover the basics in the wake of this nexo a competitor there's a couple competitors with celsius there's blockfi nexo voyager And Nexo took to Twitter on Monday morning to post a letter of intent outlining its potential interest to acquire certain remaining qualifying assets, mainly collateralized loan receivables secured by corresponding collateral assets, brand assets, and customer database of the business. And that's of Celsius Network LLC and Celsius Lending LLC. Basically, they're saying, hey, you guys are in trouble? We got you. You just got to sell to us. Everything. Your data, your loans, everything we will buy it from you. According to Nexo, the offer remained in effect for one week until June of 2022. So uh, still has a couple days. We'll see if it's rejected or accepted or just expires. It's worth noting that other lenders seem to be OK. BlockFi, people have reported that there's no problems with from BlockFi. Nexo has money, apparently, to buy Celsius or buy, I guess, assets of Celsius or databases of Celsius. And Voyager, I don't think they even commented. But everybody is OK until they're not. Moving into Tuesday, there was a nice Twitter thread outlining what everybody thinks is happening with Celsius, and I read it here. Well, I told you I'm going to read a Twitter thread from Aztec at JohnWu, underscore, about everything that's happening with Celsius, and it's very interesting. Now, I'm going to say that this is a Twitter thread that was made by him. Let's take a lot of this with a grain of salt. Also, there's a lot of sarcasm in this Twitter thread, so... You're going to have to read through that a little bit because hopefully I get it myself. (laughs) So let's get into it. Celsius is one of the largest centralized gateways to crypto. It raised $864 million in venture capital at one point and custodied over $3 billion in funds for 1 million plus customers. As of today, it appears insolvent and is taking the whole crypto market with it. Here's the thread. For starters, Celsius is a do-it-all fintech app. Meant to give customers an easy, trusted access to crypto services, trading high-yield deposits on stablecoins and cryptocurrencies, and crypto-backed lending. And he has a picture saying that 1.7 million people call Celsius their home for crypto, blah, blah, blah. In essence, he's a custodial asset manager. Take the traditional world of ETFs, Vanguard and Fidelity, wrap a basket of stocks into a retail-facing ETF, and take a fee for rendering the services to investors celsius is a kind of vanguard but for decentralized finance opportunities it provides regulated access to loans and yield and takes a fee for doing so all without exposing users to the purported inconveniences and risks of self-custodied crypto like an etf provider celsius doesn't offer direct exposure to the underlying positions they promise withdrawals and redemptions in case users want to exit their position but celsius ultimately manages the positions on investors behalf But for all the traditional finance bona fides, Celsius positions itself as a crypto-native product. For starters, it has a white paper, which essentially is a website in PDF form, and the Cell token, which offers loyalty rewards and discounts on using Celsius services. Cell, for the most part, hasn't performed um, exceptionally well under these conditions. But even worse than the pseudo-crypto vibe is Celsius' dangerous use of meaningless platitudes and strident anti-bank rhetoric. For example, banking is broken. Unbank yourself, replacing Wall Street with blockchain. And 99% versus 1%. All taken from their website and white paper. Worst of all is the in-your-face focus on safety, security, transparency, and most of all, trust. Military-grade security. Withdraw your crypto at any time. Keep your crypto safe. Next-level transparency. And why trust Celsius? all from their own marketing copy. And therein lies the problem. The promise of sky-high yields, combined with a veneer of legitimacy, regulated on-ramp premium access for credited investors, regulator logos, it all cleared the way for Celsius to pursue a truly degenerate trading strategy with investors' funds. There are two extremely bad behaviors Celsius undertook that have combined to put it and its millions of retail investors in a bind. The use of on-chain leverage and staked F. Let's take each in turn. On-chain leverage. In order to provide low-rate borrowing for users, Celsius itself accesses leverage through permissionless on-chain money markets like MakerDAO. That means taking user deposits in assets like wrapped Bitcoin and depositing them to borrow DAI. Maker is a collateralized lending protocol. So, for example, you put in $1.50 of volatile collateral, example F, and borrow the DAI stablecoin. If the value of collateral falls below the liquidation threshold it is liquidated to repay the loan and prevent bad debt cool now back to celsius having a nine-figure loan on maker is a bit troubling but normally it shouldn't be a problem if celsius lending collateral is falling in value then so is celsius customers lending collateral liquidate your customers loans and repay your own cool again now on to state f problem celsius offered a robust yield on f Eth staking on the Ethereum's proof of stake beacon chain offers 4.2%, and Eth yields on Iron Finance are a paltry 0.2%. What gives? How is Celsius offering 8%? It turns out the absolute mad lads of Celsius were using an Eth derivative called staked Eth to pump their headline Eth yields to attract more investors. So, what is staked Eth? Staked ETH is a product by Lido Finance. It stands for Liquid Staked Ethereum and is one of the most innovative DeFi products to be released in the past few years. It allows anyone to earn ETH staking yields without running staking infrastructures. Staked ETH can also be used to earn more yield than otherwise possible with Vanilla ETH. Why? Because while Staked ETH already earns staking yield, it also can be lent out. A common strategy is to provide liquidity to curve finance to enhance state ETH yields. The unfortunate trade-off with state ETH, while it can be traded for ETH in an open market, it cannot be redeemed for ETH, at least not until the beacon chain merges and then Ethereum goes through a hard fork. Translation, Celsius bought a bunch of state ETH, which it can't be redeemed for ETH for six months after the merge. And the merge hasn't happened yet. Now to kick this all off, State Eth is no longer trading one to one with Ethereum. So they bought something for one dollar and it's now worth ninety six cents. But John, if you gave me two of the same asset, one yield producing and one not, shouldn't they trade at one to one? Well, not necessarily. Due to all the uncertainty around State Eth, is trading at ninety six cents to the dollar against Ethereum. Worse yet, there isn't enough liquidity anywhere for Celsius to swap out State Eth for Ethereum even at a loss. Celsius has $445,000 or $565 million worth of staked F, and there's only $143K of F liquidity in the staked F curve pool. Furthermore, they got billions in combined liabilities across multiple assets and protocols. So, let's plate this delightful dish of degenerate delicacies. 1. Celsius opened a bunch of loans. 2. They took user deposits and traded them for staked F. 3. They now owe a lot of money and don't have the reserves to pay them back. Celsius is insolvent. But the story is not over. This is where Celsius went from plausible oopsie to gross negligence. As of yesterday, Celsius paused withdrawals and transfers, freezing users in place and giving them an awful choice. Top their own collateral to save their loans or get liquidated. But rather than repaying their own loans, today Celsius began topping up their collateral. Why is this neglect? Why is this insane? Celsius, lender maker, has a minimum of 150% collateral ratio on loans. This means to access $1 to borrow, you must place $1.50 of collateral. Now, let's say you have big outstanding loans and you want to repay it. You can either repay $1 or put in one fifty. Option B seems 50% worse than option A. So why would you choose it? You'll do it because you can't actually repay if you're a degenerate gambler, taking the little solvency you have left and putting it all in black, hoping to make it all back in one trade. All this uncertainty has sent Bitcoin and Ethereum tumbling, meaning Celsius has even less collateral. Rumors are hedge fund Alameda Research is buying distressed assets, and even Celsius's competitors, in public show of disrespect, are making offers. Hence the Nexo story yesterday. CEO Adam Skimczynski, for his part, has been on a roadshow propping up the confidence in Celsius and its liquidity reserves, claiming safety. Till the very end. Even the day before announcing withdrawals were frozen. Mashinsky was adamant. Celsius withdrawals freezes are FUD. We have enough liquidity. Our job is to fight TradFi. Traditional finance together. All hours before user funds were frozen. Too long didn't read version. Celsius had the opaqueness of traditional finance. And then all the degeneracy of DeFi. Take retail money. Lever up. Bet it on Black. Convince everyone it's safe until the moment it's not. They were ignorant, negligent, or both. Moving into Wednesday's news, Coinbase said it's going to cut its workforce by 18% in preparation for the possibility of an extended crypto winter. Crypto.com said they're going to lay off 260 people, or 5% of its corporate workforce, as the markets continue to head downward. And that was confirmed by CEO Chris Marslick. A couple of things to note about Crypto.com. Well, they spent an estimated... 700 million dollars become the exclusive crypto exchange for fifa world cup 2022 they spent 700 million dollars to put his name on the staples center which is now known as crypto.com arena but the one that i really have some questions about they paid matt damon a hundred million dollars to star in a super bowl commercial now i want to put this into perspective Tom Brady and his wife made around $20 million or $22 million for their co- contribution to FTX. And I think it was only in shares or ownership of FTX. They didn't actually get paid the cash. And if they got paid the cash, it's still $20, $22 million only, right? It's still $20, $22 million. But my question is, and I'm not going to say anything or allege anything, but you should be raising questions. And this is just like normal questions when it comes to finance and you know fair market value. If you're overpaying or... I guess paying exorbitant amounts for things that you could get cheaper, you have to ask, why are you paying that much money for Matt Damon to star in a commercial that lasts a minute or two? And and I just want to put this in perspective. Daniel Craig is the highest paid movie star of 2021, and he made $100 million. But that's because of two movies, Bond and Knives Out. Going down to the second highest paid actor of 2021 was The Rock at $50 million. And that was because of uh, Red One. And they thought it was only going to be $30 million, but it went better than they thought. And now it might be up to $50 million. Will Smith, $40 million for King Richard. Denzel Washington for The Little Things. Leonardo DiCaprio got $30 million for Don't Look Up. And we're talking these are feature-length films. So my question is, if even if you wanted Matt Damon and he wanted $100 million, why did not you shop around and just get Leo for $20 million? $10 million, Get Will Smith? Get whoever. Get... I don't I don't know who you get. It just doesn't make sense. I don't care if people get paid, but sometimes you just have to ask questions like, why are they paying that much? But while everybody's laying off employees and cutting down and you know, talking about budgets because they overpaid for Super Bowl commercials and stars to start in those commercials, CZ Zhao, CEO of Binance, tweeted, well, it wasn't easy to say no to Super Bowl ads or stadium naming rights or huge sponsorship deals, but we did. And today, we're hiring 2,000 people for open positions at Binance. Huh. Oh, by the way, another thing that happened on Wednesday is that a class action lawsuit was filed against Binance.us, alleging that the cryptocurrency exchange misled customers about the safety of Terra, Stablecoin, UST, and Luna. Moving into Thursday's news. One day before the lockout, a person tweeted at Alex Mashinsky, the CEO of Socia, said, I hope retail can get out. I've been hearing a lot of accounts locked. That would be similar to Luna. We shall see. And the CEO replied saying, Mike, do you know even one person who had a problem with drawing from Celsius? Why spread FUD and misinformation? If you were paid for this, if you were paid to spread FUD, then let everybody know you're picking sides. Otherwise, our job is to fight traditional finance together. And well, then he went silent because he locked everybody's accounts. (laughs) looks like Mike, uh, the person who tweeted and asking that question, we shall see, saw firsthand and so did everybody else. And then three days later, Alice Mashinsky came out and tweeted, finally, after three days, Celsius Network team is working nonstop. We are focused on concerns and thankful to have had heard from so many. To see you come together is a clear sign of our community is the strongest in the world. (laughs) This is a difficult moment. Your patience and support mean the world to us. I don't know why everybody always talks about community when things go bad basically they're saying please 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 buy our token to support our mistakes and our negligence and our incompetence also on wednesday afternoon which is, this is thursday's news so that means wednesday it happened and we reported on thursday three arrows capital which goes by three ac had been selling off assets including 40 million dollars worth of its lido staked ethereum or staked f researchers and analysts say that it's to keep a $264 million Aave loan and $35 million compound loan from going into liquidation. Moon Overlord tweeted, Three Aero Capital in trouble. Rumors swirling. Kyle and Ju, the CEOs, haven't tweeted anything for like in days. Ju took every coin and hashtag out of his bio. Ju deleted his Instagram. And an hour ago, they dumped 30,000 state F and reduced all the Aave positions. Another crypto analyst, Onchain Rizard, estimated that if the price of Ethereum goes to $1,042, the loan would be liquidated. And some reply to this, Ryan Selkis, he tweeted, Rumors, some secondhand, RE, three arrows capital. One to $1.5 billion in net liabilities. Most of its big lenders are fine now, even if they have some exposure, BlockFi generalists, to be determined on others. The founders have ghosted everyone, including their own team. Defiance Capital may be done. And now moving into some new news or Friday's news. MakerDAO, the organization behind DAI Stablecoin, is set to disable the direct deposit module for DeFi lending platform Aave later today. The maker governance has voted to temporarily disable the Aave DAI direct deposit module. The governance proposal put forward earlier this week invited the community to vote on temporarily disabling it in order to reduce maker's exposure to embattled crypto lending firm Celsius. Reuters reported that security regulators in five states have opened investigations into Celsius' decision to freeze withdrawals. Texas State Securities Board Director of Enforcement told Reuters that officials in Texas, Alabama, Kentucky, New Jersey, and Washington are making it a priority to investigate the crypto lender. I am very concerned that clients, including many retail investors, may need to immediately access their assets yet are unable to withdraw from their accounts. The inability to access their investment may result in significant financial consequences said the Texas State Securities Board Director. Elon Musk and two of his companies, Tesla and SpaceX, are facing a $258 billion lawsuit, according to Thursday reports. Bloomberg reported that an American citizen is suing the richest man for allegedly pumping Dogecoin. The lawsuit alleges that Musk was part of a racketeering scheme to back the cryptocurrency. The defendants falsely and deceptively claim that Dogecoin is a legitimate investment when it has no value at all, said the person filing the lawsuit, which is quoted from the complaint. Also today, Panama's president vetoes a law that would have regulated Bitcoin and legalized DAOs. Circle, the issuer of USDC stablecoin, is launching a new fiat-backed digital asset called EuroCoin, or EuroC, the company said Thursday. The new EuroCoin will initially launch on Ethereum's blockchain as an ERC-20 on June 30th with more supported networks to follow later this year. And finally, Alchemy is piloting a $25 million grant program to help developers continue building out Web3 ecosystems, despite the downturn. And if you are curious about that, and you want some of that money, link is in the show notes. Apply. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. We'll be back Monday. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Let me know what's going on. Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. Until then, good luck hodling, everyone.